Hi, this is Mason, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Happy Raccoon Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. It's our Kobe Bryant episode 24. It's our second Kobe Bryant episode, if you include episode 8. Uh, but thanks so much for being here. If this is your first time here, welcome. If this is your last time here, goodbye. And if you've been here before, I appreciate you for returning. Uh, this episode is going to be a fun one. Uh, nothing but good things to say today. Nothing too crazy is going on. Uh, we're leaving for Massachusetts tomorrow morning, um, which is a Thursday, which is when this podcast will be released um, because I've gotten a lot better at this and I can record and edit a podcast in one day, which is real good because uh, life has gotten crazy. I am now taking two classes um, for school, um, which is, you know, if you've been here on this podcast before, you know that I'm taking the meta narrative of scripture, which basically is a class that focuses on creation to the end of the Bible, creation to revelation of, uh, you know, everything that's transpired in the Bible and where I fit into that. Um, and, uh, and we get a deeper understanding of the narrative of scripture. I'm also taking understanding suffering, which has been a really fascinating class um, as I dive deeper into understanding why God allows suffering um, on earth for his dedicated followers. And, and it helps me understand a lot as to you know, why certain things and why bad things happen to people. Um, anyways, it's been an incredible couple of weeks taking these two classes. Um, I have an A in both classes, which is good. Love, love to see it, love to hear it. Um, but it has caused quite a stir in our schedules. I've had to um, give up quite a bit on this podcast, or not on this podcast. I've had to sacrifice quite a bit over the last um, three months or four months or so as Becca and I sort of realign our life and our priorities. Um, you know, we, you know, obviously our relationship with God is number one. Um, and number two is our family dynamic, you know, investing in our marriage and our kids uh, and making sure that we are doing everything we can on those fronts. Uh, and then third, you know, the biggest thing that, you know, we've added onto our plate and that we have sort of realigned to be you know, a top three priority is, is serving God. And we're doing that through our church. So I don't know if I've ever actually publicly announced on the podcast. However, um, I will be taking over the role as youth ministry champion for Bridgewater Church in Conklin, New York. So I'll be overseeing the youth ministry for our campus here in Conklin, New York. Um, quite excited about it. Um, we're looking forward to it. Um, it's certainly an area that I'm passionate in. Um, you know, the, the church has had a lot of needs, and Becca and I are so thankful that we've been able to fill some of those needs. Um, but I was given sort of like a, almost a choice as to whether or not to make my role fit more into worship within the church. Um, the need for a worship leader um, that would be taking over, um, you know, the day to day and the full time role of a, of a worship leader. Or the youth, um, you know, youth ministry need, and ultimately, Beck and I, you know, we felt that, you know, my talents serve more towards serving the youth group, and, um, you know, she feels the same way. I had never felt particularly like I was someone that um, was particularly gifted in music. Um, like much of the things that I do in my life, whether it be sports or arts or things like that, it takes a lot of work for me to be good at it. <laughs> I'm not particularly someone who. Um, naturally excels at much. I am, um, I would say, a master of none. The things I am good at, I'm, I, I indulge in, and I feel like I really enjoy that. Like I'm 
really good at developing relationships with people and making friends. Um, that's like what I'm really good at. And thus, I think that being, um, the youth ministry champion for the Bridgewater Conklin campus is something that tailors a lot more towards what God has gifted me with. Whereas music, I've been playing guitar and, and trying to sing, um, without a music lesson, kind of self-taught for the better part of 10 years, maybe 11 or 12. Um, and, uh, it's not something that I'm very gifted at. I would say that I'm as good as someone who's been playing for one or two. Um, I would consider myself to be a campfire musician at best, um, where I can hold a tune, sing a song, um, play the guitar, but it's not something that I feel like I'm, uh, strong enough at to lead, um, in that role within a church. So, um, although I'm appreciative of that opportunity coming my way and I'm appreciative of, of that, you know, of, um, and I'm, you know, honored that I would be considered for that. Um, I do think that, uh, there is wisdom in choosing carefully the amount of time that you dedicate to one thing because I want to do youth ministry extremely well. And I don't know that I would be able to do that extremely well in the way that I feel that I can and in the way that I feel God has put it on my heart if I'm also concerned about um, making sure that the worship team is performing well and getting along well and all the things that go along with being the youth or the uh, the worship champion leader person. So anyways, so those are new things in my life. So Um, yeah, I think I've talked about early on in the days of this podcast, you know, that I used to, you know, play a lot of uh, video games. And I I used to do that with my younger brother, Matthew, who I love and adore. Um, And uh, it was a good way for he and I to stay in touch and bond. You know, obviously, he's out in California, and I'm here. So playing Warzone was a really easy way for us to stay in touch um, and remain really close. Um, However, I think I came to a point where I really needed to start focusing on the things um, that are a little more important around me. Not that my relationship with Matthew is not important. It's extremely important to me. However, I think that, you know, as adult teen, I need to have a, a better way of communicating and having a relationship. And, and honestly, I've made a point to text him um, multiple times. Um, you know, I hold a long text conversation literally every single day since I've stopped playing video games with him. So he and I are doing great. But all that to say is we've sort of realigned from, you know, number one priority being God, family, and maybe video games or, you know, doing things that I enjoy for fun to now finding areas in our lives where, you know, it's, you know, God, family, and then serving God through the church um, and, you know, finding and making more time for my friends um, and making time to make sure I'm making phone calls to my friends and all of that. And and obviously, you know, work falls in there as well as a, as a number four um and, uh, yeah, but here we are. So now, you know, we went from maybe in like March or April, I went from, um, you know, having one class, um, and then work. And that was really it on top of my, you know, firm responsibilities of being, you know, a father and a husband and, and also actively, you know, investing in my relationship with God to now, um, being the, you know, the youth champion, um, leader for, a, a entire campus to, you know, having not only this podcast, but a second podcast that'll be launched soon. Um, and I mentioned that last podcast, but I'll have more details on that later on. Um, and, uh, and so now, you know, between, you know, I know I have two classes, I have two podcasts, my roles of, as a father and husband remain the same. 
um, and uh, and now I'm taking on roles in my church. So, and I am still doing worship. Um, you know, sometimes as a leader, sometimes as just a band player. Um, I will be. I just I just played this last weekend, and I think last episode I mentioned that at the very end of when I when I finished, um, this lady came up to me and she said that you did really well for being so out of place, which is one of the best backhanded compliments I've ever received. Um, now this week, this last Sunday, the the backhanded compliment that was really more of a compliment is someone said to me, "Hey Lane, you sounded really good." Now Lane is a staff member of Bridgewater. Um, his role is he oversees worship for all of the campuses. I believe that's that's his role. Um, very comically, his job title is literally just worship. So. Um, he doesn't really get like a two named title. He's just called worship. So, um, anyways, but someone came to me and said, Hey, Lane, you sounded really good. Um, now this was actually like maybe a double compliment rather than a backhanded compliment one, because Lane is a very nice, um, well put together, good looking dude with a killer mustache, long flowy hair. Um, you know, Lane being called Lane is a good thing. He's also a talented musician. So I suppose I did something right. If someone mistook me for Lane, that being said, um, my name is Mason, believe it or not. And, um, it's all good, dude. I have, I've become aware or I've noticed that I'm having a more and more difficult time saying my own last name. And I think the reason is, is that subconsciously I'm trying to make it sound less and less like crotch because my last name is, is cratch but i'm trying so hard not to say crotch on the phone that it ends up sounding more like crotch than cratch if that makes sense so for work um, and throughout my life i talk with people on the phone all the time so to give you an example i was you know working on renewing haven's health insurance today and so they asked me how, uh, what was the last name and i said Cratch, but over the phone, it, it it sounds so much like crotch, so much more than it has to sound like crotch, and I, I can't seem to stop myself from almost saying crotch when I say my own last name. It's becoming a little bit of a problem. Um, typically, what I've done for a long time is I say it's like crotch with an A, and then usually usually gets a laugh like a quarter of the time. Not all the time, but a quarter of the time. It, it takes attention out of the room when you make fun of your own last name. Otherwise, they just think about it. Have you ever seen Pitch Perfect? Um, that movie with Anna Kendrick and Adam Devine. Um, there's the, the girl that calls, her, calls herself Fat Amy. Um, and then there's a scene where they say, why do you call yourself Fat Amy? And it says that you guys don't call me that behind my back. That's kind of my approach to the last name being Cratch, is that if I just come out with it and say, yeah, it's like Crotch, then most of the time, instead of people calling you crotch or teasing you about it, which, you know, who genuinely cares? You know, I'm an adult. But instead of people teasing you or calling you that, they say, haha, you know what? Actually, could be worse. I know someone with this last name. Dude, it takes attention right off. You're good to go. You don't got to worry about it no more. I'm proudly Mason Cratch Crotch, and it's all good. Um, dude, speaking of being on the phone with people, I was on the phone with the insurance company, um, Renewing Haven's insurance today. It took me an hour and a half just to get through the application and get everything squared away. You know, I had a change of job and all of that, so you have to go through and resubmit everything. But I was on the phone for like an hour and a half doing that. It's such a pain in the butt to do that, but it's all good. I appreciate people who help us get our health coverage. It's all good. Um, but I like to play this game where 
I am like abundantly and overly nice to telemarketers. I guess they're not telemarketers, they're customer service representatives. But you know, these people, they probably do like 50 or 60 of these calls a day. Um, hopefully not all of them last as long as mine did, because if that were the case, they could only do like four of them a day. But, um, so they do these, these long calls all day. They probably talk to so many people in a week. And so I do this thing where I'm like overly abundantly nice to people. And it really makes me sound like, like way too much of like a white dad, to be honest with you. But to give you an example, I spoke to this lady on the phone. Her name was Liz, which, you know, not, not a bad name, not a bad name. Um, but it like throws them off their groove and it's so funny. So I talked to her and she's like, hi, this is Liz with New York State of Health. Thank you for calling. Can I get your first name and your last name? And I go like, hey, Liz, it's great to hear from you. Thank you so much for helping me out today. Yeah, my first name is Mason, M-A-S-O-N. Last name is Cratch, C-R-A-T-C-H, like crotch with an A, ha, 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 ha. And, uh, and Liz is like, oh, oh, oh okay, um, all right, all right, Mr. Mr. Cratch. Um, and, and it just throws them off their groove. And so, so much like, some of the time they're so robotic about the way the things they say because they do it so many times throughout a day that they'll say something and not expect like a response or something like that. And anyways, dude, that's not even really entertaining at all. I just thought about that today, dude. I just love being abundantly nice to customer service people because it really confuses the heck out of them as to why someone's being over the toply kind to them. But all good. Dude, what's going on this week? Um, oh, I sir, I, I uh, volunteered at a a charity golf tournament, um, on Friday. Dude, that was real interesting. Um, I did it for work. So, you know, I was there on behalf of hospice and palliative care of, um, of my, uh, my job. Anyways, I don't know if I want to say my full where I work on here, but, um, so I volunteered at this charity golf tournament. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of fun. I like being outside, you know, you're outside, but dude, you just deal with some like geezers, man. And people just like, man, I'm a, you know, I'm a thick thighed 24, almost 25 year old man with a beard, you know, pretty relatively short compared to most. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm five, I'm five, nine. Okay. I've been to the doctor. They confirmed it. I don't care that my driver's license says five, eight. I'm not an overly impressive individual, okay? When you see me, you don't think, wow, you don't think much. Um, if you see me, you probably think, hey, Lane, you sounded good, something along those lines. You don't think that's Mason right there, right? But dude, how is it still that being 5'9", um, average dude with some thick thighs, you're at a golf course and you still somehow get sexually harassed by, by drunk older people. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or you're a girl. It's the darndest thing, dude. I don't know what it is about me. Um, I, I wasn't like genuinely sexually harassed, but they just, man, I'm there for work. I'm being a professional and they're saying all sorts of just weird things that, you know, this is a family friendly podcast. I'm not going to go too deep into it, to be honest with you. But man, what a trip, dude. But one thing I thought that was so funny at a golf tournament, and if anyone here has ever golfed with anyone, you know this moment. Um, But my job at the golf tournament was to oversee the hole-in-one competition. So if someone got a hole-in-one at a golf tournament, um, at this golf tournament, they would get $10,000. Pause for a sip. Ah, Getting thirsty. So if they hit a hole-in-one, they get $10,000. So my job was to referee, basically. If someone hits a hole-in-one, 
there needs to be someone to verify that. So I'm sitting there and car comes through after car comes through. Some creepy old dude says something about, you know, the chicks at the golf course or, you know, something about me getting chicks at the golf course, something really creepy like that. And and that's like a true thing, genuine story that I'm not going to get into with something weird some guy said. But basically, dude, so one thing I find so funny. So this group of lawyers came through. Um, they were nice guys. They, you know, they did not harass me at all. Ironically, one of them had like a Dodgers thing on his hat. So we were Dodgers fans. We were cool. Um, but the first guy goes up there and, uh, you know, he gets his feet already and he takes forever, you know, he's lining up his shot, but dude, nothing is more funny to me than when a guy misses when he swings to the golf ball, he brings the club around, he swings as hard as he can and he whiffs on it. And instead of laughing it off that he missed it, he does this thing where he tries to play it off like that was a practice swing. And you can just feel the tension and the awkwardness in the air. You know, when he swings through and he misses the golf ball, and then all three of us other guys, me and then his two partners that he's playing with on our team, um, we're all collectively feeling so uncomfortable because... We're trying to, you know, play along that this guy just met, like just this guy was doing a practice swing. So this guy swings through and then tries to play it off like that was a practice swing, and then we all have to pretend like it was a practice swing, dude. That's just that is one of my favorite things. And if you have ever been on a golf course, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Guy swings and misses and then tries to play it off like it was a practice swing, and then everyone has to pretend like they know that he's just practicing. Um, and it just creates like a cloud of strange human interaction that you only can get on the golf course. And I loved that. That was my only observation really from that, that I thought was, that was interesting. Um, okay. We got one very interesting article this week. And so we are going to trans transition into our segment, the interesting article of the week. With Happy Raccoon News, this is Mason Crash reporting to you live. Okay, so for our interesting article on the week, this was published a little bit ago, so uh, just barely a week, I think, July 15th. All right. A cheesy ice cream has debuted. That is the front line. Macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream debuts. Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream churned the cheesiness of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their ice cream to create the Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. According to Kraft Heinz company statement, we know that there is nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. Kraft macaroni and cheese senior associate brand manager Emily Violet said in a statement, That is why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods to create an ice cream with the unforgettable flavor of Kraft macaroni and cheese we all grew up with. Oh, so disgusting. As big fans of Van Leeuwen, we knew that they'd be a perfect partner to create this ice cream with us. Not only does it taste delicious, no it doesn't, but it also made with high quality ingredients, nope. It's not, because Kraft macaroni and cheese is not high-quality ingredients, dude. The cheese is made from a powder and milk and butter. Oh, 
Not only does it taste delicious, but it's also made with high-quality ingredients and contains no artif no artificial flavors or preservatives or dyes, just like our Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's just not the truth. The macaroni and cheese maker, which merged with Heinz six years ago to form North America's third largest food and beverage company, announced the rollout of the limited edition ice cream earlier this week to coincide with National Macaroni and Cheese Day. The limited edition ice cream had an overwhelming response, according to an Instagram post. Oh, nobody liked it, that's for sure. And is already listed as sold out, dude. That's just out of irony. Nobody really enjoyed that, right? On Van Leeuwen's ice cream website. Can you seriously buy ice cream off of a website? Let's see. You literally, you can. You can get ice cream shipped right to your door. Look at this. If you go to Van Leeuwen ice cream, that's spelled V-A-N-L-E-E-U-W-E-N icecream.com, you can order... They're, they're, they're still sold out. It's still sold out. Oh, you can't buy any yet. You have to get on a waiting list, dude. That's unreal. Wow. I can't believe it. Macaroni and cheese ice cream. Oh, man. Suddenly, I think my mother-in-law might be a genius. Dude, my mother-in-law will... Her favorite ice cream is just vanilla. Like, that's that's all she'll eat, just vanilla ice cream. She wants vanilla ice cream and, like, you know, maybe some, like, cashews in it or something nasty. Wow. I can't believe it. I want to see if I can call these people and ask them why they would do this. Let's see. All right. Okay. Let's see if we can't get someone to call us right now to answer this phone call. I might have to edit this out. We'll see if nobody answers. Dude, is it really a one? Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, if you go to their website, vanlewinicecream.com, and if you go to their get in touch portion, it's all like standard to like some website platform they built on. So it's probably like a Wix website. And then they put the contact page in and it just like automatically populates with like information. So it says that their office is 1234 street name, city name, United States. Oh, where is that? Their phone number is 1234567890. Oh, they, dude, Kraft thought that these were the best, huh? This is the best that you can do, Kraft. These people don't even have a phone number to call. Okay, we're gonna have to call one of their local. Okay, apparently you can get. Like Van Leeuwen, Le Leeuwen? How in the world do you pronounce it? We're going to find out. Van Leeuwen, you can get their ice cream um, at like a store or like a, like an ice cream shop, um, which is real interesting. Oh, wait, I think I might have found a number. Okay. Um, so like they have like like almost like a, like a, the Baskin Robbins, Urban Flavors. You can get like their ice cream in New York City. Um, okay. I'm going to see if I can call this phone number. Okay, here we go. All right, we have to act like we're important, okay? You guys, you guys are in this with me right now. Here we go. Hello, is this Vanny Lewin ice cream? 
Hi, my name is Mason. I'm calling today because uh, I would like to see if I can get a statement from someone about the macaroni and cheese ice cream. What kind of statement? Uh, I was interested in seeing if I can get anyone within your organization to tell me what they think about the ice cream and if it's good and if they enjoy it. <laughs> well, I'm just a scooper. I don't know. Do you, like, does it matter what position? It does not. So do you work in an actual like ice cream place? Yeah. Okay. I was under the impression that this was a corporate number, but... Yeah, uh, I don't know why this number is listed as the corporate number, but we're just like one of those stores. <laughs> interesting. Well, do you have five minutes to answer a couple of questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, um, have you tried the macaroni and cheese ice cream? Like a tiny bit, yeah. <laughs> is it is it any good? It's not as bad as I expected when I heard about it. Okay. Um, I am vegan, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, Got it. But I didn't mind it necessarily, and I know a lot of people are really excited about it. It wasn't okay. bad. Is it, is it a vegan ice cream? It's not a vegan ice cream. Okay, got it. Does it taste actually like cheese? Or like yeah, macaroni and cheese? It's kind of like, I would say, vanilla ice cream with like kind of the craft cheese packet poured into it in a way. Okay. Um, it's a little bit sweeter than just straight up cheese, but it is like a sweet cheese kind of flavor. Gotcha. Like cream cheese maybe almost, yeah. Interesting. So on the website right now, it says that it's completely sold out. Are you guys sold out at your store? Yeah, I think all of New York is sold out. We sold out like the first day within hours. Wow, that's wild. And has the response <laughs> has the response been pretty good for the ice cream? So I wasn't here the day that it was actually being sold, so I'm not sure what people thought of it. Um, but I know a lot of people wanted to, like everyone comes in every day asking about it, so that's something. Um, I think some people did like it. I know people were getting full scoops. Someone wanted to get it with like hot fuzz. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it mixed feelings. I think a lot of people definitely it's like it's a funny flavor, so people want to try it. But I think some yeah. people like it, and some people are surprised. Wow. Okay. So yeah, my my initial take was that it was sold out because people wanted to try it out of irony, not because they really yeah. enjoyed it. Would that be your take as well? That's what I would assume too. I think it's just like something that no one's ever really heard of or tried before, so they wanted to just try something new. Um, but yeah, something like that. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who like it, though, and actually yeah. would eat it. I, gotcha. I think we sold a lot of pints and, like, everything, so. Wow. Well, those those people would not be considered someone that I would be a friend of, that's for sure. But <laughs> Maybe me, too. Yeah. yeah. What would you say your name was again? Rama, R-A-M-A. Rama. Rama, you have been awesome. Thank you so much um, for your help. I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Mason. I'm with the Happy Raccoon Podcast, so... Um, I really appreciate it, your feedback. And uh, anyways, thanks so much for your time. Great. Thank you. You too. Have a good Bye. day. Dude, shout out to Rama from Van Leeuwen Ice Cream, who does not have a corporate number. I thought I would be able to speak to someone in their media department. Turns out I just got, got an ice cream scooper from New York City. Yep, that one. Let's see. what This ice cream is on 48th. East 7th Street in New York, New York. So, you know, nobody. Uh, anyways, she didn't seem like she was a huge fan of it. Um, she's a vegan, but apparently we tried the ice cream anyway. So 
you know, maybe there's a little commitment issues there. Rama, if you're listening to this, um, I appreciate you for, for being a unexpected guest on the happy raccoon podcast today. Um, you're awesome. So dude, I can't believe it, man. Craft macaroni and cheese. Dude, so put hot fudge on it. That's crazy. Becca and I, uh, we like to make our ice cream and we'll put Chick-fil-A sauce on it because we're, you know, oh, so white. Um, but anyways, dude, Man, this podcast has been fun. We're going to keep it a, a short one today. Um, I just can't believe it. A craft macaroni and cheese ice cream. If you are in New York City and you want to try it, you probably um, will need to, uh, to find the right time because they're sold out. And I imagine that when they're back in shops, they will probably have plenty because nobody truly wants that stuff. So anyways, a uh, big shout out to Rama. Big thanks to her for assisting um, today on this podcast. Um, and thank you so much for listening. I, a couple of reminders um, as I wrap this podcast up. I will be launching a second podcast here in the next week or two. I was hoping for this Thursday. I don't think I'm going to make it uh, as life is a little bit too crazy. These podcasts will come out biweekly, twice a month on Thursdays. Um, it's a true crime style podcast. I'm going to give you guys a little bit more information about than I did last time. So this podcast is going to be a true, true, true crime style podcast that tells the stories of martyrs who died for their faith in Jesus Christ. It should be a really interesting time. I've already written and and did a bunch of research for various stories. I haven't recorded anything yet. I'm hoping to get to that today or the next couple of days, but we are going to be really busy. We're going to Massachusetts in a little bit. I got some homework I got to catch up on, but regardless, dude, Man, thanks out. Thanks to Rama for making this podcast dope. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to episode 24 of the Happy Raccoon Podcast. It's been a good one. It's been a good time. I've enjoyed it. Man, have yourself a good week. And you know what? Find someone to love today. <laughs>